All right, we're starting with Hashem, Daf Chav We're beginning the second to last line of Chav Dalet Amad Beis. The Mishnah was discussing the second of the four Nidarim that are going to be bottles. So we discussed it was Nidre Zruzin, and then we're up to Nidre Havai. We'll have Nidre Shkagais and Nidre Einsen. We'll, so we'll finish off the Sugya Nidre Havai. And we said Havai was, somebody said the word hyperbole. Okay, either there were two examples given in the Mishnah. One was a, either a guzma, an exaggeration, or the other is just flat out a lie. And since either you exaggerated and you saw, you said ka'ele mitzrayim, so you saw there were a lot of people there, and you make a kainam that this will be usher on me if I didn't see ka'ele mitzrayim. And what we're saying is even though you didn't technically see 600,000 people, because a person does not have the ability to see 600,000 people at one time. You can't see that. So it's something that can't be seen. Um, and therefore, maybe there were 600,000, maybe there weren't 600,000 people. Even if there weren't, it, he means to say a lot of people. And therefore, his nether is not going to be us, or it's not going to be chal. Um, because he did see. Okay, and the other example is that we said, if we didn't see a, a snake, and the way we explained in the Gemara, we'll discuss this, uh, soon that it's it's grooves or ridges on the snake like the beam we'll have to understand why we have to bring in the beam why didn't it just say ridges on the back of a snake but um, so we were up to that the, the second like, example so that is something that's flat out not true so and we said we discussed in the sugya yesterday we said that nidre that shvua will be like nidre like nidarim nidre havai kach shvua savai same thing, that the shvua won't be binding, it won't be usr. But the example that we said was when it came to kairis beis habad, which is something that's not true, although your shvua to asr yourself won't come into effect because what you said is not true, you will get a shvua shove because you made a shvua on something that isn't true, so you're triggering something else. By nadarim, there's no concept of a nidre shove. It's nothing. If, it, if, it's, if it's nothing, it's nothing. But by a shvua, you're saying the, sh- the shem Hashem, it's a shvua shove. Okay, so we're starting Amrle Ravina the Ravashi. Why are you saying it's a Shvua Shav? Maybe really he could have seen some sort of, uh, uh, he could have seen 600,000 people. Why? Because it wasn't really people. Amrle Ravina the Ravashi. Vidilma Hai Gavra, Kina Deshum Shimani Chaza. He saw a, like a nest of ants. The Asik Lun Shema Ele Mitzrayim. And he called them Oile Mitzrayim. Basically, he renamed ants in his own uh, in his own lexicon, in his, in his own language. He basically said, I'm calling from now on, I'm referring to ants as people. And therefore, you could see 600,000 ants. And therefore, Vishapar Mishtaba. Maybe it is a binding shvua, meaning this the whole the whole premise here is that it's not a binding nether, a binding shvua. And again, what's the difference? By Shvua, you're going to be Chayv on Shvua Shav. So again, why here are you Chayv on Shvua Shav? And why should it be binding? Maybe you did, in fact, see 600,000 ants and you referred to ants as people. So Amar Lay, so <coughs> Ravashi responded to Ravina, Ki Mishtaba, Adaitadidan Mishtaba. No, when you make Shvuas, it has to go based on what is the common language, based on the standard the standard understanding of what the word means. You can't just go ahead and change meanings and say, no, 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 I meant that ants are people. It doesn't work that way. Banan, okay, and so now before we go further, we're going to bring a bunch of examples of this, but before we go further, if you recall, back at the end of the last parak we had in the Mishnah, we discussed Nadar Becherem, but Amaladati El Becherem Shel Yam. And there we said that it is considered acceptable, Becherem Shel Yam. 
So the Rush, and he speaks over here, he says that, we just want to differentiate, that over there, Cherem is a normal Chermo Shayam. Yes, the standard understanding is Cherem, but it also is appropriate to use the word Chermo Shayam as in a net. Cherem meaning something to make it hectic or to the Kayin, give it to the Kayin, right? But either hectic to the base of Mikdash or to the Kayin, but it also can mean a net, like it's used in the, and that is a, an appropriate translation. And when we're saying that that we have to go based on a translation that is a translation that we use. Now, if there's two, then you could say you meant the other one. But over here, you're trying to rename ants as people. And that's obviously not going to work. So now we're going to challenge this idea. I'm sorry, the Gemara is just finishing the statement. You want to know why it's not ants? It's Right? We don't, when we refer to a people, we refer to people, we don't refer to ants. Now we're going to challenge this. Really? When a person's swearing, we don't go based on what the person has in his own mind, meaning it's going to go based on the standard understanding. We Now here we're talking about Okay, we'll see an example of what we're talking about. But a person borrows $100 and... Reuben borrows hundred dollars from Shimon. Okay, Shimon comes to get his money. Reuben says, "I paid you half." Okay, they agree. So what does he do with the rest? He has to be Yeshava. He has to swear. Okay, so now he's swearing. So when they make the uh, the loiva swear, I remember they tell him, "Have a You should know. Okay, we're not go- we're not making this shvua based on a tanai. What's in your heart? Meaning what you're thinking. You have to go based on whatever Bezdin's understanding is for words. That's what you have to use. La fuke mai. What 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 case is Bezdin coming to avoid? What are they afraid of? La fuke la fuke da asik lehu is kundari that a person paid back wood chips. So he gave the guy a bunch of wood chips and mulch, right? Va'asik lehun shma zuze. And he renamed them Zuzi. And he's coming to say, you know what? I paid you back wood chips. He, so he's coming to say, he recalled his, he renamed his wood chips as money. And he's like, I paid you back money. So I paid, and he's going to be, he's going to swear based on that. So we see, from the fact that Bezin had to put in this disclaimer. No, when you make this shvua, that you're not going, I don't care what you think, what you might have renamed. That they have to go ahead and make this disclaimer that you're swearing based on us. So we see that it is something that, a per, that, that people do. It is acceptable. Except over here, if it's acceptable, that's why we would need a disclaimer. If it's something that, that we wouldn't be mashiv at all, we wouldn't need a disclaimer when being mashiv the other person. So Gemara says, no. That's, you know, you, you asked from the fact that we were issuing the disclaimer, what was the disclaimer? What was the case? Why did Bezdin need a disclaimer? It's not for, like we're saying, it's not because you're just renaming things and swearing on that, but it's to avoid the following case. Okay, and this is, Kanya is a cane, reed, right? As a cane, they used to use it as a, as a cane, the cane of Rava. We refer to the cane of Rava because it, it, this following Misa happened in Rava's court. The cane. Like like old man oh, has a hard time walking, cane, okay, or like a rebbe one with a, a silver, okay. No no no, cane. We're gonna we're gonna tell the story, cane, 
Yeah, walking stick. Okay. Yeah, dahu. Right. It's right. It's a little. It's a little confusing with kainim and cane, and there's too many cups there. Okay. Mikanya the rava, like like reed. Okay. It's like a cane. Dahu gabra, a certain man. Dahabu masuk bechaber zuzi. He borrowed money. He owed money. Asol lekamei the rava. So they came in front of rava to get collected to get paid. Amarle the loyva zilparale. So rava told the loyva go. He right. The malva produces a star. The loyva says, and and the rava tells the loyva go pay go pay off your debt. Amarle paraticha. He said, I paid it, okay? And the way the Ron understands this case, we'll, we'll speak out another Baha'u'llah, but the Ron understands this is that I paid partial, okay? So Amale Rava, Rava says, Im came, zil ishtabale, deparate. So then go make a shvua, right? You, you might have mixed us, yishava, go make a shvua that you paid. Azalai kanya. So he took a cane, C-A-N-E, v'yahiv zuzi begave. So he hollowed it out and he put in money, Inside, and then he pretended he had some sort of illness. He's using the cane. Okay, it looked like a plausible situation. And Vasi came to court. So he was using it to walk. Sorry. He came to Bezin. He was like leaning on it. He was using the cane. He was coming. And he used it to come to Bezdin. So he told the Malve, Okay, now because he needed to take the Sefer Torah, like we see, Nasav Sefer Torah. So he, to be, to, to swear, you need a Chevet Shomet, by the way, a nice tie into today's parsha. That Avram made Eliezer swear by taking the Chevet Shomet. Okay, so we see you swear, you take a Chevet Shomet, by a Shvua, if it's, if it's like the Ram's learning that it's Mitzvah Mitzvah, um, then it's a shvod daraisa. You have to take chivitz al mitzvah. That's the way that, that the uh, that's the way it's paskin. So now he needed to hold the sefer Torah. So while he was sitting there, he told the guy, he told the malva, "Can you do me a favor and hold on to my cane while I go make this shvua?" So nas of sefer Torah vishdaba de parate. Now he made a shvua that he paid him komad de Okay, meaning that I paid off my debt. And actually, the Ron changes the gear. So he says, V'loi Garcina, and he says, V'yishtaba diyoi v'slach zuza. The, swe- the swearing he made was not that he didn't pay off, was that he gave him the money. He's like, I gave you, I, right? He made a shvua that I gave you $1,000. That was the amount that was owed in the loan. Because he did give it to him. It was inside of the cane. Okay? So, Okay, so, Ragaz, the Malva was very upset because he knew this guy was lying. He was making, he was swearing falsely. And he broke the cane. And all the money came spilling out. Turns out that the guy was making a proper shvua. Okay, so what's the point? Again, you asked, why do we need to make a disclaimer if we're not machshiv when people change the name of something like people to ants? Okay, because, you know why we have to when it comes to shvua? Because of this example, this case, where it so happened that the guy figured out how to get the money into the hands of the Malva without the Malva knowing, knowing that he had it. Now, had the Malva not gotten, right, had the, had, the, had the Malva not gotten upset and slammed the cane and broke it, then he would have, at the end of the shvua, given the cane back to the Leva, and it would have been not a, 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 that he swore falsely, it would have been an appropriate shvua, and therefore, we have to issue a disclaimer to avoid this case. Um, that's why we have to, to say that you should just know when you swear, I don't care what games you might have played. I don't technically, you have to go al das us, not based on the specific language, but based on, based on uh, the events as they appear before Bezdin. Now, just a couple of things. The, sh- the shach in this brings that according to many Rishonim, that even 
um, by a shvuas heses. So we discuss this, and the way that Ron learned it, but there are other Rishonim that don't learn it this way, is that we're talking about a shvuah maidem mixas, that you partially paid. However, there's a concept of shvuas heses, which means if you deny the loan altogether, then the only time we're mechaiv a shvuah da, right? So that's, that's maidem mixas. But if you deny the whole loan, Altogether, that's, that's only a shvua. The Ramon is called a shvua's heses. So there are some that say, in the, from the fact that you take the Sefer Torah, the Ramon learned that this must be talking about Maidim Mitzas, because you're taking a Sefer Torah. However, there are, the Shach brings down that according to many other Rishonim, that even by a shvua's heses, a shvua's Rabbanon, you would, you would take a Sefer Torah as well. So it could be that it was a shvua's heses over here, if you, if you don't want to learn like the Ramon, meaning if not like the Ramon, but we're, like we said, the Ramon says that. And the other thing is, the other thing that comes into play here, the Ron changed the gears and he skirted the issue. There is a question, maybe because the Ron holds, that if you pay somebody back, but they don't know that you paid them back, is that called paying them back? So over here, he said that he had to swear, the Ron had to change the gears, so to swear that he gave the money, not that he paid him back. Because according to the Ron, it wouldn't be called paying him back if he didn't know that he got paid back. Otherwise, you're trying to argue and say, right, it was, if he would have, if it's as the Girsa lists in the Gemara, what was the Shvua that I paid you back? Well, if it requires the idea on the Malva's part to know that he got paid back, then he didn't actually pay him back here, even though the money was inside the cane. He did it. That's not called paying back. So the Ron changed the Girsa to say that, no, that the swear wasn't, that what, he, what the Shvua wasn't to swear that he paid it back, but the Shvua was that he gave him X number of dollars, which was the amount of the loan. So he had to change the Girsa based on that. Fine. He, knew. he definitely didn't know. Right, right, right. Until, until, he, until he smashed it open. Then everybody knew. Okay. Next, really, people don't make shvuas based on their own interpretation of the language, meaning they don't redefine. That when it came in Arvas Mayav, and Moshe Rabbeinu Kishish Bias Yisrael, he made Kal Yisrael swear by Arvas Mayav. Amalam, he said to them, Have a Yoidim, just know, he told Kal Yisrael, do, right? Know the following. I am not. I am not being mashbia you. I'm not making you swear. And this is to swear what? To keep Torah mitzvahs. So I'm not making you swear. Ella al daiti. It's not based on what's in your heads, but rather Ella al daiti val das That it's going based on what I think and what Akadosh Baruch Hu wants. Not based, I don't care when you make the shvua what you have in mind. So what do we see from here? We see that we are concerned about what people might interpret the words, the language of the shvua. They might Use an alternate language. Shenamar, where do we see that the Shvua and Arvas Maya was Aldas Maisha and Aldas Hamakam? Shenamar says, My Amar Lahu Maisha the Yisrael. What did Maisha tell Yisrael? Meaning, what was the Shvua that he made? Lav Hachi Kamalu. He told them the following Dilma Avadtin Mili, you are going to be over on certain things. You're going to, right? You're going to be, you're going to transgress. Okay, you're going to transgress, you're going to do some sort of Aveira, whatever it is, Vamrisun, and you, then you're going to say, ah, Aldatenu. Yeah, we had a different translation of the word that we swore on. Okay, and therefore, uh, you can't hold, you can't hold, you can't require me to hold it. You can't say that I violated my Shvua in Arvas Mayav. Right, so, Misham Hachi Amar Aldaiti. That's why, why would Misha have to issue, again, why would he have to issue this disclaimer? If it wasn't up to Kal Yisrael to reinterpret what the, whatever Shua Moshe was making, then, then Moshe wouldn't have needed to make this disclaimer. They said the words and they'd have to use the common words, whatever the word was in the Shua. They make a Shua, then they're going to keep all the mitzvahs. Fine. And we're going to see some of the language of what the Shua was and why we had problems with it. But the understanding right now is that from the fact that Moshe had to go ahead and issue the disclaimer, that this Shua, know that you're making it al-dativ, al-dasamokim. You're making it based on what we, me and HaKadosh Baruch what we are expecting, our understanding of these words means that must be that if not for that disclaimer, we would be 
concerned that they could create alternate meanings for the words that they're saying to make the shvur. So lafuke mai, lafuke dasikus shmal avedus kachavim elayah. Okay, so they they might go ahead. Let's say the shvua is that they're going to keep they're going to they're they're going to worship only Hashem. So they're going to change the elekat avedus kachavim miklal david inish mishtabat that tinafshei. So again, we see that people do change the meaning of words in a shvua. So the Gemara answers lai. Avaydas Chachamim Ikri Eleha. Then Avaydas Chacham is also Dichsev Uvchol Elehei Mitzrayim Es Ashvatim. Right. So what do we see? We see that Elei they're make, they're going to make a Shvuah Takadosh Baruch Hu, and they say Elei Elei Kai. So they can say, you know what? I meant Elei meaning Elei Himacherim. I meant foreign gods. I didn't mean Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Vilishava Yasain I. So why didn't Moshe, if he was trying to right, what was the Shvuah Moshe was trying to do? Is get them to stay right to keep the Torah. So, why didn't he just say, okay, if you're saying the word Elekai, referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, presents problems technically in the language because it could mean also Avedah Zara, so why didn't he just say, why, did Moshe, why wasn't he just Mashbiah, then they're going to keep all the mitzvahs. So the Gemara says, well, mitzvahs doesn't work because Mashbiah, if you just say mitzvahs, it means, it can mean mitzvahs hamelech. It can mean mitzvahs hamelech. Okay, that meaning that it means laws, that and, and and not necessarily the Torah, but whatever that if they if the Moshe was Mashbia Klal Yisrael that they're going to keep mitzvahs, we will keep the mitzvahs. Which mitzvahs? Okay, we'll keep the mitzvahs of whatever whatever domain we're under, whatever king we're living in. We're keeping the uh, American law. It doesn't necessarily mean Torah. So Vilishava Yasson Mikhaimtin Kol Mitzvahs. So why don't you say they're going to keep all the mitzvahs, all mitzvahs? So the Gemara says no, Mashma. Mitzvah sitzis, because kol mitzvah is mitzvah sitzis, the Amar Mar, shakula mitzvah sitzis kenegad kol mitzvah shabbat Rashi Menachah says that we see that sitzis is shakula kenegad all mitzvahs in Torah. Where do we see this? The Pasuk says, Vasis and Buzchartim is kol mitzvah Hashem, right? When you see, when you wear the sitzis and you see them, so then <coughs> it says, Reis and Buzchartim is kol mitzvah Hashem. So we see, and then also we know the famous gematria that sitzis is gematria 600, and then there's the four, uh, the eight sitzim. And the five knots, so that makes it six thirteen. Is connected all the terms. So the point is that if we would have, if Moshe Rabbeinu would have been Mashbia Klai Yisrael, they're going to keep all the mitzvahs of Hashem. Then you know what they could have just done? They could have just said, "Okay, I'll wear tzitzis," and that's considered a shvua that I kept all the mitzvahs because mitzvahs refers to tzitzis. Wearing tzitzis is shakol connected kol mitzvahs. Okay, it's a reminder of all the mitzvahs. However, we understand that. But the Shavi assigned to be Kayemtun Torah. So why didn't he just swear? Again, we have a problem here. Technically, we're trying to figure out what's the Lashon Moshe used in, why did he have to issue this disclaimer if people don't ascribe or we don't, we don't ascribe alternate uh, translations for things. So then why didn't he, why would he just Mashbiah? Then why did he have to issue this disclaimer? So we said we had a problem with the word Elikai. We have a problem with mitzvahs. We have a problem with Eskol mitzvahs, right? Okay, so we're trying to find words that Moshe could have used in the Shvua to be a Klai Yisrael that they're going to follow Torah mitzvahs. So why didn't you say, why didn't Moshe make them swear that they're going to keep Torah? So the Gemara says, because Torah just means one Torah, Torah Shabbat And there are, there's also Torah Shabbat Okay, so then, if so, so why didn't Moshe make them swear they're going to keep both, Torah Shabbat Shabbat Because there's other meanings of Torah as well. Mashma Torah Teres Mincha, Teres Chatas, Teres Asham, Vizos Teras Ha'asham, right? So that's in the Torah, it lists other things that are, could be called Teres, and then the person can tie I never took a Shvua to keep the whole Torah, I only meant Teres Asham, Teres Chatas, Teres this, 
Okay, well, Shabbat Yasoy to be Kaimtun Torahs U Mitzvahs. So why not to say all? I'm going to keep all the Torahs and Mitzvahs. So the Gemara says, Torahs Mashma Torahs. Okay, we still have the same problem. We just, all we did was compound it. Torahs Mashma Torahs Amincha. Mitzvahs Mashma Mitzvahs Amalek. Okay, so we couldn't use those Lashonis. But the Shabbat Yasoy, okay, let's, we're, we're not giving up here. Maybe Moshe, again, why did Moshe have to issue this disclaimer in saying Eloi Kai, right? That is, they're going to keep the Mitzvahs of Hashem. And and instead, let, the, let him use an alternate lashon to be mechayven to keep Torah mitzvahs. V'lishava yasayim de mechayemtun Torah kula. So the Gemara says, so mechayem to Torah kula. Torah kula mashma b'adizkacham because Torah kula could also mean b'adizkacham detanya. Where do we see this? The Brisa says chamura b'adizkacham. B'adizkacham is such a chamura ve'er shakol hakayfer ba. Ki'ilu, anybody who is kaifer in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by violating it, by, by worshipping about the Zara, ki'ilu maida kula. Okay, it says, if you are, I'm sorry, whoever is kaifer about the Zara, if you, if you don't do about the Zara, then it's ki'ilu maida b'tayra kula. What we see here is that we see that about the Zara is shakul k'kala tayra kula. So why didn't he make them swear that they are going to keep or not violate, not be over on about the Zara? and they will keep the whole Torah. Inami, or he could have just simply said, list it, right? Make the following oath, maybe be there for a while, but list all 613 mitzvahs. Okay, so we're very specific about it. So the Gemara says, Okay, it was easier for him to just say, take a shvua that you're going to keep, you're going to keep Elikai, you're going to worship Elikim, and you're going to keep the Torah, and... And just issue this disclaimer saying, just know, I know you might find alternate meanings in my words, but it doesn't matter what you're thinking. It matters what I, Moshe, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu are thinking for you. Okay, now the last case we had was that we said that that is the second example listed in our Mishnah of what is considered a Nidre Havai. And we said this is not true. But at this point, let's go back, because I explained it based on the, the Gemara's Maskana. At this point, we don't necessarily know that the Gemara's need under the Mishnah, ish, the Mishnah's issue, or why this is a Nidre Havai, or hyperbole, is because it's patently false, okay? Maybe, or, well, we know it's because it's patently false, but maybe it's not because of ridges, but it could be for some other reason. So the Gemara says, Veloi, really? Again, so the Gemara's understanding now is that the same way in the case of the Reisha, the first case of Nidre Havai was an exaggeration, maybe this one's also an exaggeration. That it's so huge. Kari's Beis Abad was huge, right? Beis Abad is a press, an olive press. So they would have a beam that would come down and would push, it would, that was used for the production. It would push the olives down to produce olives, okay? So to produce olive oil. So it was this massive beam. So at this point, we're thinking, just like when we said, Ka'ili Mitrayim is Nidre Havoi, that you didn't see 600,000 people, it was an exaggeration. So too, this is an exaggeration. Okay? So the Gemara says, Veloi, really, you don't have a snake in it, Ka'ili Mitrayim, Habad. Ve'ahu Chivya, there was a certain snake, the Havu Bishnei Shavarmaka, that lived in the time of the Persian king. Ramulei Tlesar Arvasa de Timna. They gave him 13 loads, right, 13 truckloads of grain. Ubala Yasan and ate them. So it was a massive snake. So we see, you could have a huge snake. There are these massive, massive snakes. Amar Shmuel Betaref. No, we're talking about grooves, ridges, okay? That what we're saying is that snakes don't have these grooves. For fact, the Gemara, what are you talking about? Kuli Nachshi Mitrif Tarfi. They do have these, they do have these, these, these grooves. So the Gemara says, Agabu Tarf Kamrinon. Okay, it means they're, un, I think it means they're underside. Normally, Agabu means back. But I think here it means the underside, meaning the bottom of, of a snake is, is like flat, is smooth, and you're saying, oh, I saw that the belly of the snake, what we call the belly, you know, the gaba means back, I think it means the underside here, and I'll tell you why in a second. But that, that the belly of the snake, 
was full of grooves, and that, that doesn't happen. Velisni Taruf. So I, Frech the Gemara, okay, well, why didn't you just say that I saw a snake that was Taruf? Why do you have to go through this Kikuris base Habad to tell me something that's, pat- that's uh, patently false? So the Gemara says, Milsa Agavorcha Kamash is coming to tell us something about the Hilchos Mecha Memkar. Kikuris base Habad, Gabu Taruf. That the, that the, um, the, again, I think it means underside of the beam of the Beis Habad. So again, Beis Habad is a press. So it would have this big beam that the, the, I think it means the ridges on the bottom side, the part that would squish the olives. I'm not sure why, otherwise, why you would have ridges on the top of the beam, why that would matter. But that the Kuris Beis Habad, that the ridges on the underside of it, it has to have ridges. Huh? I guess it helps press the olives, yeah, in some sort of way. So what would they do on the top of it? Okay, so then, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But okay, so I, so I think it's undecided logically. It makes sense in, in my mind. Okay, so meaning, what's the Meaning, if you go ahead and you, you call mail order, you order a Kairos Beis Habad, and it shows up, and there's no ridges on it, you can, you can say, I want my money back. Okay? Okay, come and tell me, Okay, you want to know if it's going to be Mechach or not? You want to know if it's, if it's considered a proper transaction of a Kuris Beisabad? It has to have ridges. And that's why we use that as an example. Zuck, the next Mishnah, let's discuss the third of the fourth, fourth Nidarim of this parak that's called Arban Nidarim. So far we had Nidre Zruzin, and we had Nidre Havai, and now we're going to have Nidre Shkagos, a nether that is made Bishagim. So what are nidrash kagas? Imachalti v'im shasisi. So a person makes a nether. Kainim kikar zualai im achalti. If I ate today, if I drank today, v'nizgar she'achal v'shasa. And he didn't realize when he was making the nether that he actually did. He remembers afterwards. Whoops, I did actually eat. But at the time he's making the nether, he thought he didn't eat. And he made a nether that this, such a thing is going to be usher on me if I did eat. Okay, or shani oichel v'shani shaysa v'shachach v'achav v'shasa. That I, <coughs> okay, that I will eat or I won't eat, and he forgot and he eats. Okay, meaning like this. So this is one we have to pay attention to. The rush explains this over here. So again, if you go ahead, it's 12 o'clock noon, and you say, this, the guy says, I'm hungry. Yeah, what do you mean? I'm sure you ate breakfast. He goes, I, this kikor zoo should be usher on me if I ate breakfast. And he goes, oh, shoot, I actually did eat breakfast. Okay, so that is considered a, a nether b'shayging, and the nether is bottle. He's not going to be ushered to eat this thing. Okay, now the other case is, he says, this thing will be ushered on me if I will eat lunch. And he goes, he sits down, he's like, oh, in his head, he's not, he's not going to eat lunch, and therefore he'll be able to save this for dinner, I'll have this kicker for dinner. And then he forgets and he eats lunch. Now while he's eating, where's the chalais nether? What creates the iser? Is actually when he eats it. He's making a nether, he's making a nether now. Okay, I'm saying that this, this kikor will be asr on me if I eat, which means when he eats, then the kikor becomes asr. So if he forgot that he made this nether when he actually eats, then it's called a nidresh gaga. Isn't that the whole point of the nether? Again, he's, he's making a nether to asr himself. Whatever, okay? So, so something, such and such is going to be usher to me if I eat. So the chalais is when he eats. So once he eats, I think it becomes usher. Now, if when he eats, he eats b'shaygi and forgets about the nether, it's like, oh, I forgot that I had this nether, <coughs> then it's also going to be called the nidre shgaga. Okay? So that's example number one. Example number two is amar kainim ishti nanisli 
that my wife cannot have any hana from me. Why? Shenigmas kisi. Because she stole. Now, it's not a tanai. And in both of these things, we're going to speak this out. We have to understand this. That this is not a tanai. He's just saying why. It's not a tanai. He's saying, Shenigmas es kisi v'shehikses bini. I'm putting into the nether that my wife is, that my wife is also to have hana from me. I'm also explaining in the nether why. Okay? The why. It's not a tanai. It's a why. You know why I'm doing this? I'm doing this because she stole my wallet, she hit my kid, and therefore she can't have enough from me. Vinoida, and then it turns out, whoops, shaloi hiksai, vinoida shaloi ganva. Turns out that she didn't hit him and she didn't steal. Okay? So now these examples over here, this example, and the Ron speaks this out, is that the reason why it functions as a nidre shkaga is because you put the reason in. You put the reason in there. And therefore, even though, even though you didn't make your nether al-tanai, you didn't say that, that my wife will be ushered to have enough for me if she hit my son, if, if she stole my wallet. You said she's ushered because she stole my wallet. Oh, whoops, she didn't steal my wallet. So, but the fact that you put it in there, even though you didn't make the tanai, is enough to call it an idre shayi. No, it's, it's two different ones. No, Either I'm two saying, examples. Right, but I'm saying, let, oh, it's two different examples. Two different examples. Now, this one is we're going to discuss extensively. Not today, but uh, tomorrow's after. So he sees a group of people eating, right? They see, he walks out on his porch and he sees a bunch of people eating his figs. These te'enim are carbon, they're usher on you. You can't eat my figs, you people. And he didn't know who the people were. And then it turns out, and it turns out that within this group of people, there was a father, his father and his brother. We had no problem eating the figs. <coughs> so, so now there were others. So now it's a nidre shaygig in regards to the brother and the father. But for everybody else, he did want the nether to be chal. So, brother and father are mutter, but... But the neder is chal for everybody else at Zerubay. That everybody, it's totally done. Now, just want to discuss one thing here. And really, this goes back. We came off, we had at the previous parak we discussed um, the, the idea of Pesach and Charata, right? Hatara being Matir and Neder. If you think about it, so Nidre Shkaga is really no different than a Pesach, right? And actually, the Babit asks this question. He says, I don't understand. Isn't every Pesach a Nidre Shegeg? I made the Nidre B'Shegeg. I didn't know X, and therefore I was missing, missing some information, so it's a Shegeg. So Babit actually holds that we know there's two ways to, two ways to do Hatara. Some hold you can only be Pesach. Some the Midar Rice and the Babit holds that there's no such thing as a, a nether with a Pesach, that every nether that has a Pesach, meaning you were missing information, is considered an Idrei Shaygeg. And the whole concept of Hatara with a Pesach is only a Dindur Abana. According, according to what Mabit's saying, I mean, yes, Pesach could equal Shaga, but it doesn't necessarily mean that every nether that potentially could have a Pesach would be a Shaga. I mean, until you find that out... That. Right, and then as soon as you find that out, then so the, the person the doesn't want then neder was a neder shaygig, and then he shouldn't so need to go to a chacham. Again, these are four nedarim that you don't need. You don't need she'ela on. You don't have to go to a chacham for these. 
It's a nidre shoigeg. It's done. It doesn't count. Okay, so that's why that's why it says Talmud Chacham doesn't have to go on and and, and Namar testing them because you have to chap. No, no, that that's a very limited case. No, it's definitely that is that we said the Talmud Chacham doesn't have to go and the Amar has to go in a case where really it's bottle, but we penalize Amaretz. That's why. But really, here this is a structural question. So that's the way the the Mabit says it. Now, what's interesting is. The, the other, <laughs> others don't, and the Achreinim will now answer my bit's question by saying the following. And I think this is just, it's, it's important because it's not just a general question, but it really speaks to something we spoke out, exactly how the Ran understands the case. What is Nidre Shaygeg? It's the idea that there is something in the Iker Neder that has turned out to be a Shaygeg, to be false. As opposed to a Pesach is, I made a statement of a Neder, it's freestanding. Now, I didn't know X, Y, Z, therefore, I wouldn't have made my nether. But there's nothing structural in the nether. But if you look here, in the three cases in the Mishnah, now, let's take the most extreme example. The extreme example is the last case in the Mishnah. And that's why, the Ron explains, why we list all these three cases in the Mishnah. By Te'ena, it's easy, right? Because there is something shaygig in the ikar of my nether. Meaning, I said, all those people over there shouldn't eat any figs. And I obviously made a mistake when it came to my brother and my father in the eating of the figs. So the nether was that I said all the figs are carbon, right, on you people. And there was something wrong in there. So we understand why that is a shigging in the nether. The nether was those people are ushered to eat these figs. Now, one of those people there was a mistake on. So it's in the ikker nether. So too, the way the Ron explained it is beautiful. And it really answers this question as well. No, there's a big difference between nidre shigging and Pesach. That over here, what's the case of the, the husband who ossered his wife? He made sure to say, she can't have enough for me. Why? Because, because she hit my kid. Because she stole my wallet. Therefore, in those examples, it's considered, it gets upgraded. It's like the reason that you stated in there, the stip- even though it wasn't a tanai, it's not a stipulation, but the reason that you put in there would, would upgrade it to an ikr nether. So too, when we talk about the case of Nidre Shkagos, the first example, so we understand now that is simply a, sh- a shagig over here. So that also comes to answer this question. So that, that's, Nidre Shkagos are where there is either something shagig, right? I didn't, forgot that I ate, so that's obviously a shagig, right? That's deficient in the ikr nether. Or I put in the nether the reason that gives it as if it's part of the ikr nether, that it considers it as if it's part of the ikr nether. Okay, so now, Tana. So we had, this is similar we said we had earlier, Tana. Kishem she nidresh kagos mutarim, just like nidresh kagos, we had very similar on Chavdalad, we said, just like nidre havai, don't count, so to shvuas havai, don't count, right? So, Tana, Kishem she nidresh kagos mutarim, it's automatically mutar. You don't have to go to Chacham, right? It's automatic. It's one of the four. Okay, now by the way, at this point, the Ron says, and just so you should just know, also Shvuah Zruzin. We didn't say this by Zruzin. It's interesting, right? The Gemara, this is, we're on the third one. Nidre Zruzin, Nidre Avoy, and Nidre Shkagais. When it, Nidre Zruzin, we didn't mention anything about Shvuah. When it came to Havoy, we mentioned Shvuah. Now we're mentioning Shvuah. So Ron's saying, okay, by the way, you should just know that Shvuah Zruzin would be the same thing. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. So now, what is the Hechidami Shvuash Kagos? What's the case of Shvuash Kagos? Kigain Rev Kahana Virav Asi. Right? Now, again, why, why do we need an example? The, what, the way the Ron explains is we're going we're to tell you how far does Shvuash Kagos go? How far can we say Shaygig? <clears throat> so we say Kigain Rev Kahana Virav Asi. Hadein Amar, there was a Machaikis, they were arguing. Hadein Amar Shvuash, so the Hachi Amar Rab. So they were each quoting a Memra, Bishem Rab, and they made a Shvuah on it. 
Hadein Amar Shvua Sadachim Rav. Rav Kana said, I, I make a Shvua that Rav said it as follows. Vahadein Amar Shvua. He said it the other way. No, I'm on the other side. Rav said the, the complete opposite. And they both made a shvua that were conflicting. That each one thought he was making the proper. Even though there was somebody, you want to know how far a shvua Chicago makes? Even though there was somebody in your face telling you, I know Rav didn't say it that way. And yet it's found out. You, and, then it's, and it's found out, oh, Tomorrow you find out that actually Rav said it not like you, like your friend was trying to say. Like Rav Kahana saying, they're going, I swear Rav said it X way. Rav Asi saying, I swear Rav didn't say it that way. And then it turns out that Rav Kahana was right. That even though Rav Asi at the time was yelling at him, no, I know you're, I, I swear the other way. I know that you're wrong. Still, it's considered a Shvua Shkaga. And that's what we've explained here is how far does Shvua Shkaga go that we're going we're gonna to say that even though there was somebody in your face telling you that they knew that you were wrong, still it's considered a Shkaga. Now, Ra'is and Eichlin, let's just see a few more lines. Ra'is and Eichlin. Tanan Hosom. And really, this is just coming to set up the Gemara for tomorrow, but this is Paischin B'Shabbasus Yom Taitim. So this is going into Pesach. Again, we're discussing the Arba Nadarim, which are automatically Matu. They don't need a Pesach. You don't need a Shayla. So we're going back into Pesach now. So we're saying, So a person goes ahead and he makes a sure he's not going to eat meat, he's not going to drink wine. Okay, we can go to them and say, uh, by the way, you know, you said you're not going to eat meat and drink wine. You know that there's yantif. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay. So we, that is considered an appropriate Pesach. Okay, that he didn't realize at the time. But Okay, since the shaygig of your neder was only what? Was only on Shabbos and yantif. That was the part that you, you didn't realize. Whoops, I have, to eat, I have to eat meat and drink wine on Yantif. So that was the part that you made a mistake on. So this, we're going on the third case of the Mishnah, the case of the figs, right? We're now being machalic. The ned there is a shagi, right? What did we say? Beishamah in the Mishnah said, again, you made, you saw a bunch of people eating figs. You made a ned there that the figs should be asr on all these people. And then you realize your brother and your father is there. You didn't really mean to asr your brother and your father. Okay, so we had a machalik as Beishamah and Beishillel. Does the ned remain in effect for everybody else that's there? That's what we're up to. Okay, so now we're coming in saying that if you had a Pesach in a similar situation, Pesach, that all the other days would be Aser. Okay, so that sounds like that's the Tanakama. Came and he said, Okay, and this is where we'll stop. That Rabbi Kiva said that a Neder that's Hutter Mixasai Hutter Kulay. And when we have this all the way back to Ron, we have this back on Dav Gimel. Where does he learn it from? The Pasuk by Nether says, Kechol Kechol, right? The, the drasha was only if you say, if you're able to keep all of your Nether, does your Nether remain in effect? But if it's not, Nether Shehutter Miksasai Hutter Kulay. So this sounds like, again, this is by Pesach. Our Mishnah was dealing with Shvuash Kagas, which don't, doesn't even require Pesach. It's not a Din and Hatara. It's a structural deficiency in the Nether. We had a machlekes beisham and beisil, which now sounds like the same machlekes between the rabban and Rabbi Akiva when it comes to Pesach. Well, he didn't, he made a mistake in the nether. Since he made it, I'll just do a quick review. One second, I'm, I'm, I made a mistake. I learned today this stuff versus yesterday's stuff. Oh, I don't have alpha send it out later. Yeah, you want, and then like when later. Okay, we'll skip the review today. Mitzvah tomorrow. Although tomorrow is going to.